All right, episode six of Heart of the Order. Episode, I don't know what of the coronavirus quarantine. Um, guys, how are you? How are you managing through this this quarantine? <laughs> well, I must say I'm uh, I'm doing pretty well actually. Yeah, you know I uh, been drinking a lot, so that's cool. Shout out to the, <laughs> the new White Claw flavors. Yeah, I gotta go, I gotta try them. Tangerine. Uh, tangerine, oh, lemon, watermelon, all delicious. And I've been cooking a lot of good food, so yeah. the only thing that really sucks is there's no sports, but hey, show goes on, baby. Um, it looks like we have lost Brooksy. I don't know what's going on. Lost Brooksy. He froze for a second. Um, I'm sure he'll be back. I'm hoping he'll be back. Oh, Wi-Fi shut down reconnecting okay so we'll keep going um yeah yeah i've I've been playing a lot of uh, a lot of Fortnite, or not a lot of Fortnite, a lot of call of duty same Um, i've been going to the gulag a lot you know uh fun fun trips fun trips to the gulag um trying to keep up on all the uh you know it's funny to see how all of the um the social media accounts of all the like professional sports leagues are handling everything because normally, yeah. like they have content to to share and to produce and things like that, but now they don't have anything, so they have to hold on to all these like old clips and stuff like that. And it's funny seeing like all the old plays again. Like, I mean, for example, I've I saw the um, Steph Curry cross up Chris Paul about fifteen times yesterday, or not yesterday, the day before. Um, so you see like plays like that all the time. Um, the Kyrie Irving shot was another one that came up recently. Um, so it's kind of funny to see all these things kind of popping up, and the um, one over uh, the one over Steph. Yeah, the one the over finals Steph. and Game uh, Seven. Yeah. Um, so there's that one, and then people really forget about that. That LeBron chased down Iguodala and made that block, which was an all-time play. Yeah. But like even then, you still got to make the shot, and Kyrie makes that. He, I know a lot of people hate on Kyrie, including me, except yeah. for his handles. Like those, his handles are untouchable, but. When it comes down to that actual LeBron getting his championship ring in Cleveland, couldn't have done it without Kyrie. Oh, 100%. No, like, I mean, I think that was like a – they were like a one-two type of combination there in Cleveland to, to in order to get them that um, that title. And it, it's – like, he was he was so big during that series. Um, and it's kind of wild because you think, like, the year before that, LeBron was basically on it by himself because Kyrie was hurt. Um, Kevin Love was out Love as well. Hurt. So he's, and then they kind of all came back, you know, regenerated the next year, um, and it was wild. So Brooksy's gonna be back here in a, in a couple minutes. He's reconnecting um, and and one more thing actually, because like you said, I've been reviewing this too. Yeah, I saw something on Twitter about uh, Kevin Love. Kevin Love beat up uh, he beat up Steph Curry on that last shot and made a yeah. miss. He put the clamps on him. So all three of them had a big hand in that, and that's another thing that doesn't really go enough credit you know what i mean so mm. all you hear is uh the mike green call that says iguodala goes up blocked by james yeah it's funny just kind of how um i mean during all lebron james's um championship runs he had the sidekick i mean in miami it was dwayne wade i don't know if you, you call them 1a 1b i would say or like you know a1 a2 uh, there he is. There's Brooksy. He's Hi, Brooksy. Hey. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was just like, what is that? And then I went downstairs. I was like, oh, the whole power is out. <laughs> um, so we're, we're just kind of talking about how we're, how we're getting through the coronavirus and getting through the quarantine. I mean, Brooksy, what have you been doing to pass the time? 
Oh, man. Um, trying to do home workouts. <laughs> Started yeah. watching uh, The Sopranos. <laughs> um, oh, man. That's yeah. a top five show all time. Yeah, so far. All I mean, time. We're like, we're like four episodes in, and it's always like. You're going to love it. Now. It only but, gets uh, better from here. Work hasn't slowed down too much, just the travel part. So, like, that's been good just to sort of keep me busy. But then just, like, maybe going for a walk. It's, it's been it's been tough. And the fact that it's going to be going on for another month at least, holy cow. Yeah, I've been uh, – I just finished up Ozarks in the matter of, like, two days. Um, Is that – Ozarks season three. Highly Is that recommend. pretty good? I've never seen any of it. Oh, Ozarks, the entire series is really good. Um, yeah. So if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, Sopran, I got to yeah. watch it. I've never seen this. It is, it is really good. Uh, me and Nikki, me and my girlfriend right now are on season two, trying to catch up to get to season three. I hear incredible things about season three of Ozark. Right. But, I mean, like, I wouldn't put yeah. any of the seasons, like, ahead of the other ones. Like, they're all good. Like, all three of them are pretty stellar. They're pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Um, it's, it's definitely a great show. Um, but I've been looking for like another show to kind of binge throughout the course of this because I just finished that. And then before Thrones, hmm? have you ever seen Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was an every Sunday night that guy kind of thank story. goodness because those people I, like, really got exist. into that like a year ago <laughs> from this point. And I was like, man, I wish like actually I probably don't because I would have legitimately watched all of it in like three days. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was wild. Like I was, it took me like, so I got into it during the first season on like my brother's recommendation, but it was after like the first season has had concluded. So I was like playing catch up and it literally probably took me four or five times to get through the first like three or four episodes of the series. Mm -hmm. Um, And then finally, once I got caught on, it was like every Sunday night um, over the past, I don't know how six years, seven years, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after each season, before the next season would start, I would go back through and watch the entire series again. So I can't tell you how many times, like, I've seen the entire series other than the last season. Like, after the last season, I was like, all right, I can't go back and, like, watch that right away. Like, I got to wait. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm you got to let that one kind of sit. Yeah. Now might be a good time to go back through and watch everything over again. Yeah, um, you got the time. Yeah. Definitely got the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we all got the time. It's been wild. Like I've been going for walks. Like, I, and normally I don't like to. Like I hate running. Um, so I've been going for like long, like five mile walks to pass the time. Um, what's your nice? Five miles. Five miles, bro. Five miles. Five miles. <laughs> what is that? I expected well, like I wish, around the block. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I had a Fitbit. I wish I had a Fitbit because I would love to know how long it is. But like I went. I've been. You've been walking ten k's every day. I went for. I went for a walk like two or three days ago and it was like it was a short one and I was like all right that's not like worth it it's not like a good exercise so I like decided to go for a longer one the other day and then it was like I was trying to like do the math on my like I was trying to map my route and I was like that's got to be at least five miles so it might be shorter than that I don't know but it was fun I mean it's not fun but like it's good yeah, it's impressive it was it's nice to be outside you no know, yeah it was it was great I mean I couldn't do it today because it was raining but like it was a good way to get outside and just get exercise rather than staying in the house for the entire day um but yeah so it's it's been grueling guys so i don't think any one of us have ever been through something like this it's wild hopefully no. we never will again yeah right <laughs> it's just crazy because it's like i remember when we had the show maybe like we did this like four weeks ago mm-hmm. and i remember i was like oh yeah 
I was like, oh, yeah, I could have mentioned something like, hey, I wonder if the coronavirus is going to affect the start of the season. (laughs) With, like, thinking, like, oh, no, that won't happen. And now it's just like, oh, it definitely is. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, we – like, first first episode, I don't think any of us would have seen this coming. Like, oh, yeah, the the opening day is being put on hold. Like, spring training is gone. Like, all this stuff. And now we're just without baseball. Like, baseball game. Like, we should be in Brooksy's background right now watching the Pirates play at home at PNC Park. Um, but it, right. Oh, man, wild. I miss them so much. Right? It's just wild. I mean, I was uh, – I saw something the other day on Twitter. It was like – it was like, God damn it. I just want to go to PNC Park and see the Pirates. Win. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> like, I don't care if they win. I just want to go watch baseball. Um, so, it's wild. But, I mean, here – like, here at Heart of the Order, we've – We've kind of we've gone through all the divisions so far. We've gone through the central, the west, um, and the east of each American League and National League. So I think it's time, guys. Even though the season is still put on hold, we don't know if the season will be played. We don't know how it will be played if they come back. Um, but I think we can always always have fun and make some predictions. Um, so tonight we'll go through each division, um, see who wins the division, pick some wild card winners. And then pick a World Series champion. That sound good? I'm good with it. All right. Um, let's start. Let's start in the. Let's start with an easy one. Let's start in the AL East. <laughs> let's start. I thought the, we were just gonna skip over that one. No, 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 no. no. I, I think I've admitted before that uh, it's it's not the Red Sox year, and they're probably gonna lose. <laughs> So we'll we'll get it out of the way. We'll pull the we'll pull the knife out of the chest right away. <laughs> um, but for me, I mean, I think it's I think it's got to be the Yankees. I mean, I think it's probably maybe the easiest choice of the six divisions. I mean, maybe other than the Dodgers, but um, I think it's the Yankees' year, no matter what in the in the American League at least. Um, they're probably gonna, I would say, depending on how many games they're going to play this year, over 100 wins. Um, like, I mean, I feel like they're going to have a pretty dominant season. I, it's definitely the Yankees to lose. Uh, but what I, I was bullish on the Rays last year, and that's the only team that legitimately can compete. Now, I see the Rays more as a wild card team just because of the fact that they don't have the bats that the Yankees do. So, I, I mean, obviously it'd be dumb not to pick the Yankees, but I will say that was the only team out of the division that can give them a run for their money. They're big yeah. three starting pitchings. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, a shortened season sort of could work for any other team's benefit, but anything else works for the Yankees' favor. Yankees, only a matter of when they clinch. Yeah, pretty much. I agree. I mean, the Red Sox don't have Chris Sale now for sure, as he's getting Tommy John surgery. Um, and they're kind of just – like, they don't really have – without him, they don't really have a, like a even – decent staff i mean they're done um i think the rays could be up there um i think the blue jays could surprise some people but i don't <laughs> look at, look at dre's smile on his face <laughs> <laughs> but i don't think um they're gonna have enough to take the division um i don't think they have enough pitching but like i think they could surprise some people this year we'll see um but yeah i think it's it's got to be the yankees hands down um with maybe a wild card team coming from the al east who knows um you guys you guys just want to go through the al and then go through the NL. yeah i do want to say i kind of think the jays can beat the red sox this year in the standings yeah, anyone can beat the red sox this year it seems like <laughs> if, <laughs> Unless they if score i'm six runs a game 
if I'm going to pick, I'm going to go Yankees, Rays, Blue Jays, Red Sox, and then at the floor, the Orioles. Okay. I can deal with that. All right. I'm kind of succumbed to whatever happens this year happens. <laughs> um, all, minor setback for major comeback. Right. There you go. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Um, AL Central. Trey, who you got? This is tough. Uh, this is actually a tough. Uh, I really, really want to be bold, but I'm not going to be bold. It's not my time yet to be bold. I'm just going to go <laughs> twins. I'm always bold. You, you don't I am bold. A certain time to be bold. You're always bold. But again, it's a twins. It's a twins to lose. It's a right. twins division to lose. They have all the bats. They have. They have good, solid starting pitching. Their only real potential weakness, and I don't even think it's a really a weakness, is their bullpen. Uh, because last year, what they did, they ran closer by committee, made three guys that they threw in there that closed out games. And, you know, between Trevor May and uh, Taylor Rogers, uh, I don't see, uh, I don't know who their third guy was. They must have lost him three agency, free agency. But, I mean, they got the ace, they got in, uh, Jose Barrios, they acquired Kente Maeda, and he's in their big three. Plus, you know, uh, Randy Do- uh, Dobnak really came on last year late this year. partner at so, yeah, right? Um, uh, Homer Bailey is, like, the weakest part of this rotation. And I didn't even mention Jay Goodrizzi. Like, they have a they have a good, solid starting pitching. And that's a go on to the fact that they led the AL home runs last year. Like, it's theirs to lose. And I just don't see them losing it. Okay. Brooksy, what about you? Yeah. I'm in a similar boat. I mean, I think there's obviously going to be some regression from the numbers they put up last year, maybe. But, I mean, it's theirs to lose. I definitely think uh, in the same way as, like, if any team has a chance, it's the Rays in the East, then it's the White Sox here. I think it's all a matter of, if not this year, definitely next. But I think they're still a year out and competing with what the Twins have on both sides, even before acquiring uh, Josh Donaldson. I think they're going to repeat, and I think they're going to do it comfortably. I'm gonna I'm gonna break the the consistency of the group, and I'm I'm gonna go with the White Sox, <laughs> just because. Um, I mean, I like the moves they've made this offseason. Um, I mean, bringing in Dallas Keuchel, I think, is huge for that starting rotation, um, along with uh, Lucas uh, Giolito um, at the front of the rotation. I mean, you got Gio Gonzalez at the bull, back of the bullpen. Um, he's a veteran, but I think he can bring a little bit of stability. I mean, he's getting up there in age, but I still think he can bring um, stability. Uh, to that rotation and I mean you put Yasmani Grandal behind the behind the dish um, at catching coming over um, I think that's a huge addition as well I mean that's that's huge for a, a young staff I mean other than Keuchel um, then you guys you got a guy like Edwin and Arcacion in the oh well, I just butchered that um, <laughs> in the DH position um, that's another huge huge uh, addition and I, I really think that um that Tim Anderson is going to have a big year this year when the, when they eventually come back. I think this kid is a, an MVP type candidate in the future. Um, he's solid at the shortstop position. He brings a big bat to the lineup. Um, and then you got guys like Jose Abreu. Um, Heloy Jimenez is another young player um, that adds to that lineup. And I think if there's anyone in this division that's going to challenge, I think it's going to be the White Sox. I think it's going to come down to like the end of the season. Um, but I think the White Sox could potentially – win the division this year. I'm going to go with the one of the One of the best things about baseball is watching a young team, yeah. a very young team, just kind of go out there and just play with nothing to lose. And if there's any team like that right now, 
in Major League Baseball, it is the White Sox. I mean, you just mentioned all their young guys. Uh, my biggest question, though, honestly, is which one of these guys, other pitchers, are going to step up? And Renato Lopez, Dylan Cease, let's not forget now, Michael Kopech is healthy. Yeah. So he's oh, another he guy. He's a flamethrower. So which one of those guys is going to help run out the rotation? Mm-hmm. Because uh, to me, that's kind of what could make or break them. I mean, I, I believe in guys like Madrigal, the second baseman, who's a top prospect. I believe in him. I believe in Jan Moncada, who's, again, top prospect. Luis, Ro- uh, Luis Robert, you know, he uh, he's a top prospect. Like, And we already talked about Loy Jimenez. Like, those – those guys I just named, like, that's their core. That's exactly why they sold off guys like Chris Sale to get guys – to bring these guys in and, you know, uh, essentially just kind of put this together for now. I just want to know if they're ready. And, honestly, Mac, I'm with you. That's a team that legitimately I think can compete in this division. If we're talking about the Twins, I just – those are my only question marks, though. It's just those pitchers. I think the hitters are going to be so solid. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think this lineup is gonna be is gonna be big. I think, but like you said, I think it comes down to the pitching and what those guys could do. I mean, Michael Kopech, if he comes up and he could eat, like I I see him playing like could possibly play in multiple roles depending on what the situation is when the season starts. Like I could see him coming up and you know adding to the starting rotation, but I could also see him coming up and being a closer at the back end of the bullpen or a relief pitcher type, kind of like what David Price was when he first came up for the race um, in, in mm-hmm. that first year in the playoffs. Um, something like that, like playing a relief pitcher type role, just kind of the back end of the um, of games and things like that, and just kind of providing like a solid guy to go to in the bullpen that could go multiple innings or it could just, you know, shut the game down in the ninth. Um, so, I mean, both teams got a lot of, got a lot to play with. And I think it's going to be definitely going to be one of the better in um, division races this season. Yeah. Um, and, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brooks. I know you're going to start talking about the Indians, maybe. <laughs> I was. That's what I was. I was like, all right, should I throw that in now? I mean, I think right about them. they still have the best player in the division. Yeah, Lindor. Fact. Probably, like, the most rich pitching. Like, not dominant, but you know that those arms perform provided if healthy. Yeah. Uh, you know, they uh, they got Jose Ramirez still. Whatever is left of Santana, I mean, I think it's definitely like the the two teams we're talking about prior up here. The Indians are here, but the Indians do have that potential to outperform themselves. And I just think this division is going to come down to who can take advantage more of playing the crappy Royals and Tigers. Yeah, like that's what the Twins did last year. They killed it against also the White Sox because they were at that tier also. Just beat the teams they should. So whatever team does that the most and the best. I think we'll carry it through. And I do want, I do want to add one thing about the Indians. I'm um, going to steal some of Max Thunder here. They are led by Tito Franco. Oh! So. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not forget that. I know I know me and Mac are both excited about the White Sox. No! We, should, we should be. We legitimately should be excited about this team. This team, you know, again, you look back a couple years, I mentioned about the Chris Yeltsin. Like, that was a significant piece that said they're building, they're tearing it down to build it back up. Their time is now. Let's not forget the Indians are seasoned vets. Their pitching is very rich. It's probably the richest in this division. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe even the entire American League. I mean, it's arguable. But Tino Francona is really going to, you know, 
put that all together, and he's done that now for years. So we can't sleep on this team. I agree with you wholeheartedly, Brooksy. Thanks, Dre. I'm glad those words didn't come from my mouth. You got to recognize he's he's just that damn good. He always has been. He's he's one of my favorite managers of all time. Um, He'll always be up there. And if he's at the helm, um, I think a team always has a chance to win. Uh, I was really, really mad and still am mad that he's not in a Red Sox uniform anymore. But, you know, that's how how it goes. But thanks. Okay, man. As long (laughs) as he's succeeding. Right. Right. Um, so on, on to the West. We got another. I think I feel like we have another. Possible. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, wait, wait. Who, who, who's winning? Who's second, third, fourth? Like where are we ranking? Um, we all right, I'll go Twins, Indians, White Sox. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I love how you paused and like waited. I was like, I'm I'm flipping. I'm flipping the White Sox and the Indians only because mm-hmm. I believe in the young momentum that the. Uh, I believe in the young momentum that the White Sox can have. I, I, I really believe that. Yeah. I think they're going to be – if they're good, I really hope they're really good. It'll be cool to have yeah. a better team in Chicago than the other one. Right. It'll, it'll be fun. We'll talk about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go White Sox, Twins, Indians, and then, like, who cares? Who cares? Um, but, like, I, like, in baseball, I've always been a fan of just, like, young players. And I feel like this – this White Sox team is going to be – I think they have, like, the right mixture of veterans and young players to kind of be able to play consistently but also be able to play with, like, a little bit of energy. or Not a little bit, but a lot of energy. Um, and that's Short season fun. can help them. Short season really can help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that, that itch, when it comes back, they could just hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mike, can I, can I go on to the, to the West now, Dre? Yeah. Yeah. Have we fulfilled everything? <laughs> 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 All right. Um, for the West, we move on to the AL West. I feel like it could be another division interesting race. Who really knows what's going to happen to the Astros and the other couple other teams out there that um, are kind of vying for uh, a turnaround year, um, an interesting year. Brooksy, let's start with you. What do you What do you think the? Uh, um, how do you think it's going mean, to? I said last week that this was the Triple A division. Mm-hmm. So either of those A teams, and I think it's going to be, you know, I'll, I'll break them all a little bit here. I'll, let's go with the Angels. You know, they're getting a new manager up top with Mark Madden, or uh, not Mark Madden. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, if they, if oh the God, get last place then Joe Madden. It'd, Joe be Madden. The, it'd be the most hated team in baseball history. Mike Trout would automatically become the worst player in the league. Um, but I think, you know what, they added a huge bat with uh, Rendon to go behind Trout. Mm-hmm. I wish that they would have addressed pitching, especially have gotten that deal with uh, Ross Stripley and Jack Peterson through. Yeah. But, you know, they hopefully Shohei Otani's healthy in the short season. He doesn't have any hiccups. Uh, you have Joe Adele. You have uh, Upton. You have the best glove in the league and on uh, Andrelton Simmons. I think you got – Otani, uh, Julio Tehran, and then uh, Dylan Bundy. Maybe some other names could come up, but I think they're going to do just enough to take the division. Finally give, I think for the second time in his career, give Mike Trout a division crown. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, I'm I'm really hoping that the Angels can bring home the division. Um, I want nothing more – than to see Mike Trout win. 
I want him to go to the playoffs. I want him to win in the playoffs. Um, like you, with a guy like Mike Trout, like you want to see him win. Like you, like he's one of the best players in the game, but he just hasn't had much success because of the team around him. Um, with the the setback of the season, I mean, you have you give extra rest to guys like Otani, who can come out and maybe possibly do something on the mound. Um, like the addition of Rendon is huge. I think they got a couple other guys sprinkled in there, and then you have um, Joe Madden at the helm. You never know what he's going to bring to a team um, just because of his experience and things like that um, as the manager. But like, like I really want to say that the win. I just I'm struggling with this. Like I. Like, I don't want to say the Astros are going to win this division, but I think they are still going to come out on top of this division. I mean. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. I've been thinking about this all day. You see the position I'd rather say no and have them do it than have me even say yes. You, you, see, the, you see the position of Indre, though? Like, I don't, I don't want to say it, but, like, I think they're going to. Like, I mean, they still have Verlander. They still have Granke. Um Alex Bregman, I think Altuve, I think Correa is going to have a big year because he was on the DL for most of the year last year. Um, I think he's going to come back even like I think of that group of guys, like he's going to have the best. He's going to have the best season for the Astros. Um, they still have Marwin Gonzalez. Like I mean, the, the core of their lineup is still is there. there. Marwin Gonzalez. I think so. I thought he was in. Like, yeah, he's definitely. He's in Minnesota. He's not, yeah, he's definitely not there. Who's he's that? definitely in Minnesota. Who am I thinking of then? Uh, are you thinking Michael of... Brantley? No. Guriel? Maldonado? Let me see here. I'm looking at the depth chart right now. All I know is with the Ashers. I'm thinking of George Springer. Uh, uh. Springs? Uh, Springs is the man. I do love Springs. I mean, he, he's, been, he's been big for them in the playoffs in the past. Um, like the, the core of their lineup is just – it's still there. And, like, I uh, – I just can't overlook them um, in this division. I just – They're uh, – I'm, I'm with you. Josh Reddick. Like, mm. Jordan Alvarez is a monster too. Like, he, he might honestly lead the American League in home runs. But I, I can't do it. And the reason why I can't do it is because, in my mind, I fully convinced myself that if there is any team in not just Major League Baseball – in all of sports, that's going to suffer from a shortened season, it's the Houston Astros. And it's simply because of the mental aspect that even in spring training, they were getting booed. And now, with the season being shortened, there's this, I feel like there's a sense of impatience that's going to, you know, come when it comes, when it, it's going to set in with fans whenever Houston shows up on the schedule. That, they're just going to let it all out, all the frustration out whenever, you know, they come into someone else's stadium. Like, they don't get 81 games to win them more. Like, we're talking maybe 100 games. So, I'm playing numbers here as to why I believe that Houston isn't going to succeed in terms of our lineup. But I, I got to say this as well. They, to me, they lost their best starting pitcher. Eric Cole was – he was – I mean, he was starting to really kind of – and I say this – as you know, him being 29, 30 years old, I think he was starting to actually ascend up to yeah. a whole new level. And that's based off of, you know, he went 25 last year with a 2.5 ERA and 300 and a billion bajillion strikeouts. Like, 
Verlander is Verlander and Grinky are only going to get worse. Like, and to me, those are the biggest question marks is can they, can they legitimately repeat what they did last year and pitch at the top of their game? It's hard to ask a 38 year old and a 35 year old man, you know, men to just kind of do that, you know, to go out there and pitch at a high level. So I do have question marks about that, but I all, my biggest thing is the mental aspect. Like I'm all in on the angels right now. I do believe that that's the team to beat in this division. And I'm not sleeping on the Rangers. <laughs> Are the Rangers another sleeper for you, Dre? I think they can make some noise. Uh, I like the Corey Kluber edition. And Joey Gallo is, you know, he's the anchor of that lineup. Mike Miner, he was very good last year. And uh, Lance Lynn also. But uh, I just looked at their depth chart. Uh, outside of Joey Gallo, I mean, there isn't really anybody that lights the world on fire. I mean, who else am I scared of? Willie Cahoon. Uh, you know, the a 37-year-old Sinshu Chu. You know, uh, they got a new stadium, so that's cool. Like, they're already fine because they're no longer playing in the ballpark of Arlington. But I think it's going to be the Angels in this division. Are we – Brooksy, are we sleeping on the athletics by any chance? We always will be. I mean, I think they're going <laughs> to – Good answer. It's a good answer. I think they have, like, the wild card. Or I think, like, seeing the three teams in this division ballot for two spots – in my mind, I think the A's almost have one of those spots reserved on lockdown. You know, I think they're returning everybody from last year, if I'm thinking straight, and I think that they're only going to continue to do A's things. The I believe the only guy they don't have is Blake Trinan and uh, to, uh, Brett Anderson. They have – I think they might have had him last year too. Mm. Other than that, like you said, they are returning everybody. I do like watching A's play, especially Roman Loreno. My goodness. Oh, he's so fun to watch. Mm. He's the best defensive center fielder in the game, and it's not even close. The fact that they got him out of the Astros system is, again, just another, you know, tip of the cap to their GM, who did acquire all this talent, I must say. Because, again, super talented – just can't do it this year. Um, so what's your what's your breakdown, Brooksy? Angels. <sighs> I'm gonna contradict myself by saying that the A's are gonna get one of the wild card spots, but I don't think they will. Uh, Angels, Astros, A's. My fingers are blurry. Um, Rangers and then Mariners. Right. Angels, A's, Rangers, Astros, Mariners. Wow. wow. Playing into that mental aspect. I'm telling you, it's going to hurt them so much. Okay. They don't know what's coming anymore. They just don't know. Um, I'm going to go Astros, Angels, Athletics, Rangers, Mariners. I dig. I dig a lot, except um, the Astros at the top. So, since we're at the end of the AL divisions, who are the two wild cards? Rays, Astros. This requires me to really think my order 
but I had everything. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go White Sox and Rays. I'm gonna go White Sox and Rays. Okay. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Angels Twins. One one team out of the AL East. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Twins. Twins Angels. All right. And that's and maybe there's another wild card team. Maybe they expand the playoffs. Very true. Very true. In the NFL, it's entirely possible. Nope. <laughs> All right. So we're off to the NL. Brooksy has quickly gone from PNC Park to the the sandy beaches of where are you, Brooksy? Detroit. Yuri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sandy beaches of Erie. <laughs> um, and so we've done the AL. Um, we picked the the Yankees um, unanimously in the AL East. Um, we split between the Twins and the White Sox. Not split, but Twins and White Sox um, in the Central. Um, in the West, we had the, the Angels and the Astros as division champs. Um, Wildcard teams were kind of all over the place from – the Angels, the White Sox, to the Twins, um, to the Rays. Um, the, did, did anyone pick the Athletics? No. Okay, so those are all the teams. Um, so now we're off to the NL. We're going to start in the East. Um, Dre, we know you love to talk about the Mets. Um, so we'll start with you. <laughs> uh, what do you got I, in the East? I didn't – I honestly didn't expect us to start with the Mets. I was really <laughs> expecting us to start with the West. <laughs> but I guess I'll get into this now. My heart is just broken with this team. But this is vintage Mets because Noah Syndergaard getting Tommy John is just awful and detrimental to any success that I thought that they were going to have. I know that this team is really – I know that the rotation still kind of deep. But I like Stremman better as a three than as a two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like – I like them having Noah Syndergaard and Stroman, and now it's just Syndergaard, and you're expecting them to just kind of succeed. I know – excuse me. I know that um, they got one of the best pitchers in baseball, Jake DeGrom. Mm-hmm. But after him, I mean, I got questions. Stroman's good, but can he really take the step that we want him to? Like, I expected Noah Syndergaard to take that step. But now you're asking him to really, you know, do a lot more and – you got him, you got Porcello, Steven Matz, and now you're inserting Michael Waka in there. Like, it's a decent five name-wise. Uh, I mean, except for DeGrom, who's obviously the ace. But other than that, I mean, I, it's going to be tough. I like their pen. It's a, It looks a lot – it looks good on paper. Last year was a weak point. Yeah. But you expect Edwin Diaz to kind of not just blow every single game he comes in the close. Uh, and their lineup's solid. They add uh, Jonas Cespedes back. So that's cool. Uh, Polar Bear, Pete Alonzo, he's not sneaking up on nobody this year. But uh, I expect him to kind of thrive again. I don't see another 50-homer season in his season. Uh, Jeff McNeil, Robinson Cano, this team was a lot of fun last year. Mm-hmm. Michael Conforto, I can keep naming these names, but I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I wanted to put him at the top. I can't do it anymore. Just can't. You know, they got questions. They already had questions, but now – a lot more with this rotation than losing Snickard. That's a big loss. So who do you who so so who's your who's your squad? Who you, who are you rolling with in the East? 
Or do you, not, again, do you not want to make a decision yet? You still have to think about it. No, this actually pains me to say in terms of who I'm rolling with. It pains me to say because I didn't want to pick them before. I was going to take the Mets, but they were my number two, so now I have to vault them, uh, obviously, after the Syndergaard news. So I am going to take the Philadelphia Phillies. I think I think last year all the hype surrounding the Bryce Harper signing, mm-hmm. I believe that it was – Yeah, I believe – Honestly, it was kind of a distraction, you know, and uh, whenever he came in, uh, Gabe Kapler was doomed. It's kind of like the the LeBron James or NBA superstar effect. When a new player comes there, like whoever's there, it's going to get – he's just going to get canned, Mm -hmm. you know, if he doesn't succeed right away. Like, that's just what's going to happen. You know, they got rid of Kapler. They brought in Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi, I think, is a good piece to help fit what they need to do. Uh, obviously, you know, he's had success in the Yankees, uh, but they added Zach Wheeler, uh, you know, to go on to what they already had. They uh, also added Gene, Gene Segura. Uh, Didi. Oh, they added Didi. Yeah, they, they, had Sugar, they had Segura last year. They had Segura last year. They added Didi. Okay. And I say that because uh, Segura, I know, is subject to trade talks, uh, but in the end, they just decided to shift him when they added Didi. So I think those. I think those three things kind of really help, you know, put them back up top. And again, I talked about Bryce Harper, uh, but him and Reese Hoskins are a great one-two punch. So I, I think that I think this year, uh, I think this is the year for the Phillies to kind of vault back up to the top of the division. What about you, Brooksy? Yeah, I thought I was going to be trendy coming out there and saying that because when you think of the division, you have the returning champs, the Braves. Like the last two years, they've been solid. You have the Mets, who like have all that power that you just listed, and you can forget about the Phillies. But the Phillies, top to bottom, they have the best lineup in that division. Like we forget about uh, Real Muto. We have Kutch coming back for a Man. <laughs> fully healthy year, and I think Aaron Nola is. I guess it was two years ago. It was. DeGrom and him right in the Cy Young. And I think Nola's the real deal. Bringing in Wheeler, uh, having Arietta holding that down, and then just having, uh, I think, uh, Vince Velasquez and um, Zach Eflin, I think it is. Like, they have those names that if they perform up to standard, and I hate saying it because I'm not a Phillies fan, but I think that's the team that will also benefit the most from a managerial change. Getting, like, somebody proven like Girardi Girardi, and I know that Gabe Kapler wasn't very well liked in Philly by his team and some of his like methods. So that team with the new managerial face, having that lineup top to bottom. The only thing is, is this team, if it had this lineup three years ago, they would be even better. Like some guys like Jay Bruce, Kutch, you wonder about like their production now compared to what they were in the past. But I do think this team's the best in the division top to bottom. Well, it looks like Jay Bruce has had to come off the bench because, I mean, you're not going to sit Kutch. You're not going to sit Harper. Like, Kutch yeah. is their leadoff guy. I would take mm-hmm. that as a leadoff man. You know, you're not expecting him to carry a lineup no more. You're expecting him to just get on base and do his job, and I think he's still a very good hitter and can do that. But that's a, that's one of the that's one of the big benefits, I think, when I look at this team is not only does team top to bottom their lineup, their depth on the bench is really mm-hmm. good. I mean, uh, Jay Bruce is their fourth outfielder right now. And Scott Kingery is kind of like a Swiss Army knife. 
and then you have Neil Walker and Josh Harrison there. So it's like Pirates. It's like yeah. Team Pirates East, you know. So I guess there's something, a little something to root for there, Philly-wise. But, but yeah, I, I like the depth they have there on the bench. You know, that can come in handy. Oh, and Logan Forsythe ended up to be everyone else you know too. So it's a uh, it. It's going to be interesting. I want to see how Girardi kind of manages that because uh, he was in the Marlins one, so he has a little bit of NL managerial experience. But, uh, you know, that was a long time ago. Like, he was mm. in the for 10 years, 11 years, and out of baseball a little bit. So he has to adjust back. I want to see how he kind of adjusts to that period, uh, getting back to the NL baseball. I think this division is going to be one of the most competitive. Um with the Braves in there and the Nationals, and then I think the Mets, even despite Syndergaard being out with Tommy John, like, and then obviously with Strom, like, and then you have the Phillies. Like, I think it's going to be a tough division from top to bottom. I think it's going to be tough. Um, and it's like, it's really hard to make a decision. But I think, I mean, I think I'm with you guys. I think in the fact that the, the Phillies are, are probably going to be the team to come out um, on top. I think. Um, the Nationals are going to challenge them for the top spot, at least. Um, but I think it's going to be the Phillies that come out on top. I mean, they, they've added too much. Um, and then Joe Girardi, I think having a, a winning manager like Joe Girardi um, into the fray now, I think that's, um, that's, a, huge, that's a huge add um, for them, um, especially when you have so much talent on the team, um, to kind of be able to manage and be able to move things around and kind of get the, get the team running at its optimum – um, capacity. Um, so I think it's I think it's going to be the Phillies in the end, but I think the Nationals are going to be a close second. Looking just looking at this division, top to bottom. I mean, I mean the Phillies are the only team that really made significant moves. Everyone else kind of subtracted. The Braves, a contender, lost Josh Donaldson. Uh, the Mets, uh, subtraction by accident, I guess, when you consider Noah Syndergaard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then uh, the Nats, they lost their best bat and yeah. Anthony Rendon. You know, uh, the Phillies are the only team that kind of just added. We're not even going to talk about the Marlins. Like, yeah. they're light years away from even being in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's another thing that we really got to consider here when you look at all their picks. Yeah. So, what's your um, what's your what's your breakdown, Dre? I'm going to go Phillies, everyone else, and then Marlins. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't you just don't know what these other ones. Uh, I guess. I'll go. I'll go Phillies. I'll go Phillies. Nats because of the rotation, mm-hmm. uh, still solid uh, again. But you expect Scherzer. Don't know when's going to happen. It's the same thing with Verlander. Like when's he going to fall off? But I'll go. I'll go uh, after the Nats. I'll go Mets, and then I'll go Braves. Uh, this team's just going to beat beat each other up all to- all the time. So it wouldn't shock me to see all those teams right around 500 when it's all said and done. What about you, Brooksy? Yeah, I, think, I think this division, not to jump ahead, but there'll be two wild card teams making the playoffs. I'll go Phillies, Braves. I always forget with the Braves, but like, yeah. Freddie Freeman is just a machine. Yeah. He's always going to have solid production. I think they, um, Soroka, and they have some good arms. I think that's going to be close second. The Nats are going to sneak in in the second wild card spot. Mets will continue to suffer, and then Marlins. Um, I think I think I have the same breakdown as Dre. I think it's going to be the Phillies, the Nationals, 
the Mets, the Braves, and then the Marlins. But like, like you guys said, like it's gonna be uh, just beating each other up from top to bottom. I feel like as long as you have the Marlins fifth, anything else goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not too wrong. <laughs> but I yeah. think I like Brooksy's prediction of two wild card teams from this division too. But we'll we'll get to that though. <laughs> um, on to the central. Um, Brooksy, what do you got? <laughs> uh, you know, I I hate them, especially their manager. But I think that they, like the Phillies, have done the most in this division where you have, other than the Brewers extending Yelich, both the Cardinals and the Cubs stirred Pat, and I think the Reds beefed up their whole team pitching and hitting, and I think they're going to win the division. Okay. And you can hear my tone of voice. You guys are really disappointed. Drop off when I say that. Gray's going to say the same thing, but I'm just <laughs> – I don't blame him for being disappointed. I mean, again, you see what they have. Uh, you see what they had last year uh, in – Luis Castillo really finding himself as an ace of this league. Yeah. Uh, Joey Votto, you know, he's still one of the smartest hitters out there. Still blows my mind, by the way, that last year, out of his whole entire career, last year was the first time he ever popped up like in South territory in yeah. first base. Oh. Like, that that's ridiculous. Wow. And he's been in the league like 13 years. <laughs> you know how many bats he got and he never popped up at the first base? That's wild. Uh, anyways, um, but now you look at like guys like Senzel and they added Nick Cassiolanos. Uh, you know, Mike Moustakis, they added uh, Trevor Bauer, they added last year's deadline. Sonny Gray, they added this year in free agency, and Wade Miley to kind of round that out. I, it's hard not to, it's not hard to fall, it's not hard to fall in love with this team at the top of the division in terms of winning. It's hard to fall in love with them and liking them just because where we come from as Pirates fans, like, obviously we hate them, but, like, we got to admit it. Yeah. There's yeah, no um, reason why they shouldn't win this division. Yeah. Qu- quick, I'm not uh, picking them, though. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? You're not picking them? After all that, I'm not picking them because I'm not sleeping on the Cardinals. I never can. Out of all <laughs> the teams ever, they're the Patriots of Major League Baseball. People, it, it's always their division to lose. I don't care. They're a machine. That's a machine of a franchise. I got to take him. Every single Whoever game. replaces Marcelo Zuna is going to be an all-star. I thought you said you exactly. weren't. It's the system. I thought you said you weren't picking them. <laughs> no, I'm not picking the Reds. I'm taking the Cardinals to win. Oh, okay. Yeah, curveball. Break my wrist. You see that? Take Wait, the curve. Uh, quick tangent. Have you guys heard of the book, not to take away – from your cardinal spiel, but uh, the MV or the MVP method, it's called. Mm-hmm. It's written by um, Michael Bauman from The Ringer and the Travis Sawchick, the guy that wrote the Big Data Baseball book on the Pirates. But this is just how like player development in the MLB is just like changed. That's like the new money ball. Yeah. And I read like three chapters of it this weekend, and the first one was about Trevor Trevor Bauer mm-hmm. and just how he's like. Uh, unorthodox pitching freak. And then the second chapter was about this guy named Kyle Body. 
And he was sort of like on the other end of like pitching innovation, developing pitchers. He served as a consultant for different teams. And mm. I was like, oh, I wonder what he's up to today. And I Google him. And he's like the, now the head of pitching innovation for like the red. And that was what I took as like divine reasoning to be like, all right, they're together. They're probably going to turn other pitchers into these crazy dudes. So that's my tangent. <laughs> a lot better than my tangent. At least <laughs> I, I can say that's tangible in terms of why Trevor Bauer can succeed because one of his big issues was keeping the ball in the ballpark. One mm-hmm. of the worst places to pitch is that ballpark in Great American. Him and Sonny Greg both had those problems. But this guy, Kyle Body can kind of help fix that. So mm-hmm. this, that at least makes sense. I'm just doing it. I'm not picking them out of sheer, sheer hatred, I guess, for the Cardinals. Because I know how good they are every single year. That, like, I, I can no longer convince myself to pick anybody else. Yeah. yeah. You're picking the Reds? I am. Oh, you are. I know. Yeah, he has the Cardinals. Okay. I have Reds, too, for what it's worth. I'm so confused. It's <laughs> 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 like lost there. Um, I mean, I think it's it's got to be the Cardinals too. Um, in my eyes, I mean, they're just like you said, Dre. They're just a machine. There's not really much else to say. I would love to pick the Brewers, but I just don't think they have the pitching to get it done. We'll see what the Cubs can do, um, but I don't think they have the arms to get it done either. So, I think it's the Cardinals division to lose. I think the Reds can make a run though too. I think you're right there, Matt Brooksy. Um, what's your, what's your, what's your breakdown, Brooksy? Important that you see my fingers here. Reds, Cardinals, Cubs, Brewers, the other team, the fifth team in the division. <laughs> We're not going to talk about them. Yeah. They're fifth. <laughs> They're the last. <laughs> I want them to be last. Yeah, they need to be last. In the Give whole me all league, the high baby. draft picks. Mm-hmm. Give me Everybody. all the high draft picks. I, I, I don't want to say it, but I have to trust the process. <laughs> I just died a little bit inside because I hate the Sixers. What about you, Dre? What's your breakdown? Cardinals, Reds, Cubs, Brewers, Buckers. I'm, I'm just flipping, flipping the Cardinals and the Reds the there. Yeah. I think I think I mean that's pretty much what I'm going to go with. I think I mean I think I think the Reds Brewers finished in that two three spot. I think, um, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Cardinals, Cardinals, Brewers, Reds, Cubs, Pirates. None of us are on the Cubs. Uh, I, I'm just after you lose Joe Madden, like I don't know, like it's Joe Madden stunk anyways. It's gonna be interesting to see. Um, person, but I I think their window's closed. I mean, they capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you're talking about training when you're superstar, it's just not gonna be good. Um, on to the West, the final division. Um, I think this is an easy one. Dodgers, am I right? So who gets second is what we should talk about. <laughs> I mean, the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I'm in the Diamondbacks, but I know we talked about what is it last week? But yeah, yeah, I'm a Diamondbacks guy, but I think Dre's a Padres guy. Yeah, I am on the Padres. I am on the Padres. Like the Phillies, who made a splash last year. The, I think the Padres were a team that didn't meet expectations, mm-hmm. and you know, and. 
I understand that there's going to be a momentous amount of expectations when you throw $300 million at Manny Machado, your largest, your largest contract in history, but they still found a lot within their team. I mean, mm-hmm. Fernando Tatis was a top prospect, came in and balled out before he got injured. Now he's healthy. They added Tommy Pham through a trade, I believe. Yes, because they traded away Hunter Renfro uh, to the Rays. Uh, Chris Paddock turned out to be an ace like I thought he would be. Uh, so uh, the rotation was just, again, uh, not young, not really all that experience. You get a year under their belt. I, I like this Padres team. I think they're ready to go. I really do. I mean, yeah, there are, I think there are a lot of similarities in my mind of like the Padres and like the White Sox. Yeah. Sort mm-hmm. of those teams that are definitely like trending upward. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're, they're a young team. They can bring a lot of energy. Um, I mean, I think last year was this, that, that transition period that I think teams go through um, when, you know, after they make a lot of like big signings with the Manny Machado and things like that. Like, I think they needed the year to kind of get under, get under their belt. Um, I just think I like, I really like the moves the Diamondbacks made this off season. Um, I like them bringing in Starling Marte to kind of solidify center field. And they have a lot of, they have a lot of talent throughout the, over all across the field. I mean, they have Archie Bradley, um, closing out in the back of the bullpen too. Um, I think he's kind of an up and coming closer. That's you know going to be solid in a couple of years. I mean, if he's not solid right now, um, and then I mean they have guys like Robbie Ray in the starting rotation. Like I think they're a team that has a lot of solid players. Um, and that, bum. that could make some noise. Mad bum. They, you know they added him this off season too, um, so that could be big for him. Um, I think it's going to be um, an interesting season um, in Arizona. That's for sure in Phoenix. Um, so what's your, what's your breakdown, Dre? I am going to go Dodgers, obviously, Padres, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Giants. Brooksy? Um, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Padres, Rockies, Giants. I'm going to go with Brooksy's. I like Brooksy's. I mean, that's, I think it's Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Padres, Rockies, Giants. I don't think the Giants are going to be very good this year. Um, I, I think is – it, is the only division that we all had different last-place teams in the ones that we said I don't care – or who cares, who cares for? Pretty much, yeah. The Central. Yeah, I feel like every division has, like, that team. It's like, oh, they're last, but the AL Central has two of them. Yes, it's like – But the West could – or the NL West could go either way with – Yeah, yeah, the NL West. I mean, it was – for the NL East, it was the Marlins. For the AL East, it was the Orioles. For the AL West, it was – Mariners. The Mariners. The NL Central was the Pirates. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's funny. What about your wild card teams, guys? Uh, the two in the East, so that would be Braves and Nats. Dre, uh, I'm gonna go Reds and uh, Reds and Padres. Ooh, I'd like to see the Padres there. That would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. I, I think I think again process of elimination when you consider that the East is just so deep that everyone beats themselves up. Yeah, and then with the two bad teams in the West, essentially they just have to beat up the Diamondbacks because no one's beating the Dodgers. 
So whoever gets second place, I think it's at wild card and I have the Padres penciled in. I think I'm going to go um, Nationals and Diamondbacks. I think the Diamondbacks are going to have a good year this year. And I think they're going to, they're going to leak into the playoffs. I think, um, I just don't think the Braves have, I don't know. I think they're just going to have a regression this year um, compared to last year. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. And then the Mets, I don't know. I mean, the Mets could benefit from a shortened season without Senegard. It's hard to, hard to predict. Um, World Series winners, guys. Who you got? Let's see if we all have the same team. I think we might, but I'm not sure. Three, two, Dodgers. Dodgers. <laughs> I'm going with the Yankees. <laughs> so I was completely wrong. <laughs> so you're going with the Yankees, Brooksy. Yeah. Dre. I'm going I'm going Dodgers over Yankees. Okay. So we Yankees so over us, Dodgers. The two of us had it. Okay. So yeah, I think it's gonna be Dodgers Yankees in the World Series. But I think this has got to be the Dodgers year. Just with all the moves they made, I think it's Bringing the Mookie Betts, I think it's going to happen. What's going to be funny is the Dodgers are going to have home field advantage the entire World Series. I saw oh, reports yeah. today. That's saw what they're talking about. Today. Saw today they were talking about a neutral site, and the Dodger Stadium might be you know one of the places they were looking. Like, how neutral is that? <laughs> Let's go to the the new new Rangers field. It's brand new. There you go. They should do that. Honestly, what I would love, and I would love this, I, it won't happen. They should legitimately play the World Series in Montreal. That's a good idea. I would love that. I would love that too. It that would be, be such good. an electric atmosphere, and that's the most unbiased place there is yeah. in terms of stadiums. 100%. Get all the nice Canadians. Mm-hmm. A lot of good trash talk. <laughs> Poutine. Right. Please, please suck. <laughs> thank you thank you for sucking uh, alright guys that is all the time we have today um, tonight for Heart of the Order thanks for joining us again for another episode um, we'll be back next week with uh, I don't know we'll, we'll come back with something I don't know it's coronavirus maybe the league will be back by then probably not but we'll, we'll come back with something um, so thanks for joining us for another episode guys peace <laughs>